that can't be it. Nurse Jody Doring says her hospitals become like a horror movie. In El Paso, Texas, County Judge Ricardo Samaniego saw his shutdown order overruled. He hasn't given up trying. Now, moving from more of a legal perspective into a more moral with new cases accelerating nationwide and more cities and states imposing COVID restrictions, some food stores are limiting purchases to avoid panic buying. This shopper's on board. It's inconvenient, but I think it's the right thing to do. I'm all for better safe than sorry. Politics. President Trump continues to make unsupported accusations that the Democrats stole the election. And now Georgia's Secretary of State says he's being pressured to exclude legally cast votes in that state's recount. Tell him CBS this morning. As a Republican, I wish the results would go another way, but I think at the end of the day, what you're going to see is this audit is going to verify what the machines counted. President-elect Joe Biden continues to act, well, like a president-elect. The Biden transition is moving ahead with staffing. CBS News has learned Louisiana Congressman Cedric Richmond and Biden campaign manager Jen O'Malley-Dillon have been offered positions in the new administration. Both were trusted campaign advisors, and so this starts to give you a sense of who the president-elect wants around him in the White House. CBS's Nicole Killian, a new study suggests that cancer isn't colorblind. People of color diagnosed Diagnosed with lung cancer face worse outcomes compared to white Americans, according to a new report from the American Lung Association. The report concluded minorities are less likely to be diagnosed early, less likely to receive surgical treatment, and more likely to receive no treatment because of lack of access to quality and affordable health care. Nearly 230,000 Americans will be diagnosed with lung cancer this year. It's the nation's leading cause of cancer death. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Hurricane Iota came ashore in Nicaragua as a Category 4 storm, but it's brought high winds and terrifying waves as far off as Colombia. Well, from tempests here on Earth to wonders above, if the skies are clear tonight, look up. The Leonid meteor showers are at their brightest in 18 years, helped by a lack of moonlight. You'll be watching debris from a comet that passed Earth more than a century ago. This is CBS News. These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more, so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 
This is the moment a British diplomat in China leapt into a river to save a drowning woman. 61-year-old Stephen Ellison, the consul general in the city of Chongqing, was out walking at the popular beauty spot when the 24-year-old student slipped on rocks into the deep water. It was pretty evident quite quickly that she was in trouble. She, she couldn't swim. It was also evident no one else was going to do anything. Most Chinese people can't swim. There was not a lot of time to do anything other than to get in. He pulled her back to land where she revived. She invited me for a meal fairly soon, so I'm, I look forward to doing that. The video's gone viral in China, where Ellison's being hailed a hero. And finally, Officer Anthony Louie of the Seminole, Oklahoma Police Department responded to a call about a house on fire and discovered it was his house. His wife tells the Washington Post he rushed through the fire-engulfed porch to rescue his two sons trapped inside. He was hospitalized with burns. His wife and kids are safe. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world, one life at a time. My name is J.R. Martin. I have two master's degrees, one in health promotion, the other as a master in medical science. And I trust balance of nature. Even when I'm in the medical field and prescribe all types of medicines, I still feel like the less medicine, the better. The body always tries to find a way to become healthier. So if we can support it and help it in a natural way, that is the design. And it's been fantastic to work with Balance of Nature, seeing the fruits and vegetables come in from the farmers and then seeing it put in a form that can be taken each day. And then seeing those that benefit from it was fantastic. It was a great thing. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FRUITS. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. Stacy Unsinger, COVID survivor. I heard a lot about it, obviously, but nothing prepares you for when you actually get it. I started having trouble breathing. I felt like I was drowning. I went to the hospital and tested positive for coronavirus. My oxygen levels dropped really low. I spent several weeks on a ventilator. It was terrifying. I consider myself lucky to be able to share what happened. We can beat this, but it's going to take everyone doing the right thing every single day. Sponsored by the Ohio Hospital Association. Hey you, come see what Emily is cooking at Tavolino, home of the fresh, authentic, made-from-scratch Italian food. Stop it on your way to work for a double-shot latte, or bring the family for lunch, or for dinner in a spot that feels like you're back in your owner's kitchen. Emily also does cooking class for adults and the kids alike. So ditch that pasta in a box and come learn a thing or two. Stop in at Tavolino for not only a great meal, but an unforgettable experience. At 9 North Schaefer Street in Athens, Ohio, visit Tavolino on Facebook for the hours and the specials. The Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about life, community, and government issues. It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive. The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. 
Medicare open enrollment is ending on December 7th and Buckeye Hills Regional Council is here to help. Our enrollment specialists are available by appointment to assist in finding the best coverage option for yourself or a loved one. Plans change and so do your health needs. Call Buckeye Hills Regional Council at 1-800-331-2644 to schedule an appointment today. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. It's Tuesday, folks, and uh, 42 degrees outside our studios, headed up to 45. Boy, that'll be a change. Degrees warmer. Wow. Oh well, it is that time of year. We're going to have a special edition today. We're going to learn about Live Healthy Appalachia and perhaps more specifically the CHIP program. I took it. I was in class number eight. My wife and I together. about it together today. Joining us live this morning, we have a group of people, but uh, we're going to start with Tom Castores. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, David. Welcome. And listen, uh, you know, when um, when I was involved um, with Class 8, and there were probably 25 people that were in that class, it was fascinating. We met uh, weekly on Wednesday evenings, as I recall, for a couple of hours. And we learned, uh, now, now some people wanted to become vegan, some wanted to become vegetarian. Some just wanted to learn about what they were eating. And I think I fell into that latter category. And, and it changed uh, much about how we went about eating. And preparing food, and then even when we went out, right? So, um, tell me how this all came about. You had a lot to do with it from the very beginning. Well, uh, actually, a little more than 10 years ago, we had a health summit here. I don't know if you remember that, but we brought in guest speakers from all over the country. I do remember. Talk about, do you remember that? Yep. And uh, that uh, stimulated more and more discussion. We, most of those folks were in the medical field and were talking about a new uh, branch of medicine called lifestyle medicine and how it can actually not only halt or prevent chronic disease, but maybe even reverse it. And um, so what we did after that, we had a lot of, Folks said, what else can we do besides this? So we started a nonprofit called Live Healthy Appalachia. Mm-hmm. We're going to celebrate our 10-year anniversary in uh, this spring or summer, but uh, due to COVID, we're going to have a 10-year anniversary next year, hopefully. But anyway, we, uh, what we wanted to do was we wanted to establish uh, a few programs, some for children, some for adults, that were 
what we call uh, evidence-based programs, in programs that have been um, published research about the, the efficacy or the effectiveness of the programs. And I looked around the country and found this program called CHIP, the Complete Health Improvement Program. And uh, Dr. Hans Steele is the creator of it. He came into Athens and did a lot of promoting for us and discussing what he's done with the program over the years. And so we had our first cohort back 10 years ago, and uh, we have progressed from that to, Amy, how many, how many what's our, our current number? What program is this, CHIP? So this is, yeah, this is Amy Lipka, and I'm the Director of Adult Education for Live Healthy Appalachia. Hello, um, Amy. So to answer your question, Tom, we are on CHIP 36, so that's cohort 36, Thanks. which means we've had 36 classes of this program since um, we started 10 years ago. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the epicenter for this uh, CHIP or... Um, this this effort was somewhere over in Illinois, Rockford, Illinois, maybe, and yes. uh, and yes. and then you know somewhere or other now Athens is the epicenter. I maybe you don't like knowing that, but that's what I've been told from uh, different sources over the years. And isn't that kind of a neat thing? Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. Keeping any program going for 10 years is, is pretty incredible. And uh, what's, what's amazing about it is, as Amy introduced herself, um, she's done a fabulous job of not only promoting it, but um, holding people's hands and making them feel that there is hope, um, there is a solution. And um, I think without that, we probably wouldn't be able to continue to flourish, but it's been, we've had, what, nearly 800 people go through CHIP, Amy? Yeah, yeah, in our local program. They may or may not be in Athens County. Um, some may be from contiguous counties, but yeah, about 800 people have participated in a Live Healthy Appalachia. And as I understand it, program. some have even moved away and then tried to get things going in their new neighborhoods, you know? So, um well, this I'll give you an example. This, of that uh, it's reaching out, we, you know. I'll give you an example of that ripple effect. We've got two guests on that we'll be talking a little bit later. One is Brenda Morris. Brenda was in, uh, I believe, her first class, and and um, but she has been such an advocate of Chip that she became a trained facilitator of Chip, and she just told us today that she is doing a virtual CHIP program in, is it Springfield, Illinois? Vermont. Yep. Springfield, Vermont. Vermont, Springfield, Vermont. Yeah. So you're right, David, we are, we are spreading across the country. Yeah. And, and there was some of that even before when it was uh, out of Rockford, as I understand it. In, in fact, Athens is an example of that. But um, really pretty remarkable. Now, um, the, one of the neat things, folks, to my audience I'm speaking, is that, you know, you take the class, and whatever your intention is, the whole point is to learn. 
and learn about food and the components that, the, shall we say, the chemistry of food and the good things and the bad things and uh, try to avoid the, the things that are not so good and, and enjoy to a greater degree those that are good. Now, having said all of that, you can take it to certain directions and extremes or you can just be more cognizant and and work harder at it at eating well now once you graduate from the class it doesn't stop there you folks have regular get-togethers and uh what do you call that when people make different recipes um uh, what no, no, well, fellowship, yes, but, um, oh, it's a term when people bring a lot of different recipes to a get-together. Or a potluck. A potluck, there we go. And these potlucks, you know, people are very willing to share these recipes. You find one that just knocks you out, and you say, i got to have that one. And, um, and there are still, I don't know when Class 8 was, but there are still recipes we pull right out of the book and use, and um, because they were so good. Well, listen. Um, so you think about eight hundred people here in Athens have participated in this thus far, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Now, uh, Amy, tell me about your background. When did you uh, first join the program? Um, so I. Um, in 2015, Live Healthy Appalachia expanded um, the adult education offerings. Right. And I was I was hired on at that time. Um, it became a full time position, and that included coordinating um, chip cohorts each year, and then also developing a program for hands on plant based cooking classes. Um, so that was in 2015. We've been doing that about five years. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, basically part of my role is talking to anybody who is interested in the program about what it, what is involved in the program, um, you know, answering questions, um, organizing the classes so that our facilitators like Brenda have a lot of support. Um, I think that, you know, what you had mentioned, you know, that, Part of the classes are um, the curriculum is available through video content and textbooks. So if you were super focused, you could do this as a self-guided class. However, we have found that um, those, those weekly classes, Dave, as you had mentioned that you went to, um, really help people to kind of keep them accountable, if you will, and then also just provide that support. Like if someone is struggling with, like, what to pack for lunch, or if someone is struggling with, like, oh, my gosh, I went to a birthday party over the weekend and I ate terribly. Um, you know, there's a group of people who are going to forgive you and help you make a better choice next time. Um, and so I think that um, really investing a lot into how those group sessions work and providing our folks with a lot of support mm -hmm. um, has been really key in the success of the program. I'm not sure if that answered your question, but no, um, I think sure. also just having um, a group like with Healthy Appalachia and a, a pretty stable nonprofit as the anchor in the community to kind of, like, we have had a lot of different chip facilitators over the years, 
And I think live healthy is kind of the constant. And I think that that is also key in keeping people involved, especially like our alumni, because Brenda may or may not be able to have the capacity. She has another full-time job to support, you know, all of our alumni after they're done with class. Um, But that's part of my role is to also develop programs um, on behalf of Live Healthy Appalachia to kind of keep people involved. Let me just Um, move it over to uh, Brenda Morris for a minute. Uh, by, yeah. by the way, the last voice we just heard was that of Amy Litka. And, oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, so, I forgot and to introduce she, myself. <laughs> well, uh, Tom did, but I wanted to make sure everybody heard. Yeah. Um, so, Brenda okay. Morris, you've been a, um, you took chip number two in Athens, the second class. Actually, offered. I think it was number four. Okay. I was given wrong information, but the point is you write <laughs> early on, and um, yep. it just um, it's it's made a difference in your life, and you've caused it to um, y- your belief in it has been so. Um, you've been a great salesperson for it. You know what I mean. <laughs> so talk about. I don't look at it as what 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 does chip yeah. mean to you? <laughs> well, first I don't I don't look at it as sales. I look at it as an opportunity to help people find. Um, as Darren says in the videos, their best life. Um, In March of 2012, I was sitting on a phone in in my rocking chair waiting to either die or get diabetes or some heart disease or something, because that's what we do when we get into our 50s and 60s, right? Well, I hope Um, not. I I understand what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That was my mind frame back then, though. You know, just that's just what life does. You get old, you get fat, you get disease, and you die. And you sit in your rocking chair and you watch TV and you stuff your face with all these foods that taste really good. But then I discovered Chip. Um, and now in front of the rocking chair, I'm ziplining through the rainforest in Costa Rica. Um, Chip has pretty much given me my best life. It's just been an amazing experience and being able to help others um, find a better life has been just so rewarding for me. Um, I, I love CHIP. I love doing CHIP. I love helping people do CHIP. Um, and I, I do stay in touch with a lot of folks who have been in my classes over the years. Um, as Tom mentioned, right now I'm doing a class in Vermont, but I've done classes from people as far as the Bahamas before. Um, so I've got people all over the country, and, and I work with and still stay in touch with a lot of them. Um, it's a passion. Um, it's hard to not live this life because it's just so much better than sitting in a rocking chair. Right. Um, I started the class, I was pretty much around 300 pounds and I've managed to lose and maintain 100 to 120 pound weight loss. I was on a whole bunch of medicines, including thyroid medicine, blood pressure medicine, and a whole host of others, and I'm now on zero medicines. Um, It's just been an amazing, transformative experience, and, you know, it's kind of hard not to want to share that, so... Well, so, Tom, think back to the history. Um, Rockford, Illinois, as I recall, and I think I'm correct on that, and I think a friend of mine had something to do with it, a former um, Army lieutenant colonel. Um, Oh, I can't think of his name. But anyway, um, when he retired, he, he returned to his home community, which was Rockford, and uh, got involved in all of this, and um, and then there were medical types that got involved, and 
Um, you know, over the years, this thing has grown and grown and grown. Uh, where are some other hot spots around the country that you're aware of? Well, um, the Southwest Florida area is is huge. Naples and Fort Myers is a, is a big area. Um, and then we've got hospitals all over the country that are, that are doing CHIP. Um, but it's not just in the United States. We're now in, I, I believe, about 12, 12 countries. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty much uh, around the world. And uh, it continues to grow um, because of passionate people like Brenda and Amy and and Pastor Rob that we'll hear from in a, in a little bit. It's 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 an incredible program because we're we're not selling anything except for hope and optimal health, and that's I think that's what makes it um, exciting. And as you said earlier, it's 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 an incredibly educational program, and, and our hope is that you know not everyone can go all the way to extreme right. measures, but it's, it's, it's about making better choices, and you go as far as you can, and that's what Amy's very good at explaining that to people. It's not an all-or-none program. It's we're going to help you go from poor choices to, to good choices to maybe better choices, but not only in what you eat, but how you uh, conduct your daily activities, you know, what kind of, exercise are you doing? How can you handle stress better? How do you um, avoid, um, you know, some of the some of the stresses in your life? How do you keep positive social connections? Things like that. You know, we do for the first time. And I chime in there. Oh, sorry. I would chime in there, Tom, because you had mentioned um, at the beginning of this conversation, this is Amy from the Healthy Appalachia, mm-hmm. um, lifestyle medicine, the idea of lifestyle medicine. And so all of those things that Tom just listed off, um, increasing whole food, um, increasing physical activity, developing strategies to manage stress, improving sleep, and forming social connections, those are all lifestyle medicine principles. And yes, we absolutely talk about food in our classes because that's a really concrete thing. Super easy to talk about recipes and potlucks, but I feel like if we don't talk about some of those other things, it's really kind of hard to make those choices because stress can influence like what we're choosing at the dinner table. And if we're not sleeping well, we're not feeling well. And if we don't have a support, a group of supportive people in our lives who's going to like kind of build us up, like it's it's a little harder to kind of keep up some of these lifestyle changes. So I'm really glad you mentioned that, Tom. Um, Can I add that, um, you know, CHIP is a program that doesn't just say, here, do this. It's like it gives you the information, and we talk about how to make those changes. You know, what are the absolutely. obstacles to get in the way? And it's, it's you know, changing the way you think about things. It's not just, here's a diet, go do it. It's, it's training your brain to think differently about your life. You get off autopilot and pay attention. Well, uh, Tom, exactly. Tom, you mentioned uh, Pastor Martin. And uh, yes. Robert is um, a senior pastor at uh, First United Methodist Church. And uh, Robert, as I understand it, you're, you're a very recent graduate of the program, right? Yeah, 
Um, not at the Methodist Church, Presbyterian Church, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've had it all mixed up. Um, okay. That may, that, uh, that, sorry, I was in... Uh, that's terrible because, Mercy, that's, uh, that's my church. So now I'm really embarrassed. It is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll get it straightened up here eventually. Um, so anyway, going on... What happened on, with COVID? Nobody, we, we haven't met for a while. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. what was it in uh, Robert? What was it in your life that uh, uh, caused you to take this uh, interest I- to heart? Probably, probably Brenda Morris. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, she certainly was a part of it. But uh, somebody else got there ahead of time. I, I, I'd gone to my uh, family physician. I, have, I had a, I have a great one, and. Uh, uh, I, my blood pressure was sky high. I was I was overweight um, and pre-diabetic, and uh, you know they were talking about cholesterol medication, you know statins that mm-hmm. they were about to put me on, and um, she suggested that uh, an alternative to all these medications that that she was about to prescribe for me was in a few weeks a, a chip class was going to start. And uh, maybe I should give that a try. Your doctor recommended so, it too, right? Right. Good. Right. And so I started in the class, uh, and uh, Brenda was the facilitator uh, for that that particular chip class. And uh, I had a group of folks uh, in that class that were wonderful uh, folks to be in a class with, uh, encouraging each other uh, throughout the process. And um, early on, I decided, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm I'm going to go in all the way and and uh, really take to heart uh, both the lessons, the the recipes, the the encouragement from from our, my fellow uh, chip uh, class participants and. Uh, you know, the great thing is you, you do blood work uh, at, at the beginning of the class, and, of course, mine was, was not so good uh, numbers-wise, both cholesterol and, and other, uh, uh, you know, factors uh, that might uh, lead one to believe I, I was on the way to having diabetes and other things. Um, and then the second time I took the blood test, all those numbers came down, and then by the end of the class they were all in the normal range, um, and I'm glad to say that now that uh, uh, I've graduated and been out of the class, everything I, I'm not I'm not on any medications. Uh, everything, every checkup I've had since then has proven that uh, I'm, you know, all my numbers are still uh, in for somebody my age in the you know normal to good range. Uh, so, uh, as others have talked about, you know, I chose to change my lifestyle and uh, it. It has worked uh, wonderfully. And the thing I'd like to bring out is that um, this doesn't mean that you're compromising on good food. I mean, by good food, I mean things that taste good. Um, Again, to go to these potlucks and enjoy what somebody else has found and then have it shared with you, the recipe, um. You know, <laughs> you don't have to eat junk to enjoy. Um, it, it, there's so no, many I'm, good things out there. 
There are, and, I, and, and people that know me know that I'm a foodie, and, I mean, I love cooking, and I love uh, good-tasting food, and uh, I haven't given up any of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, when, when you get introduced to um, uh, different kinds of uh, uh, ways of preparing food and um, enjoying things that uh, recipes you may not have tried before, and mm-hmm. um, I can honestly say there's, uh, not much that I miss in terms of the way I used to eat because there's plenty of things out there that uh, taste just as good and are, are even more healthy for you. So, well, you know, uh, one of the things I might add to that is, is you know, people Brenda? say, oh my gosh, it's this is her. Yeah, this is Brenda, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. People talk about this being a diet and, you know, they're going to have to give up all this food and they're going to eliminate this and they're going to starve and do all those things. But it's actually quite the opposite. Should, it gives you so many options, so many good foods, and you learn how to cook these foods. Um, and I, I'd gladly trade those unhealthy foods for the life I have today. It's, there's a lot of good food out there, and, and Rob makes some really good stuff if you ever get to go to a potluck with Rob. Well, well thanks. I, I can, I, I'm somewhat familiar with his cooking skills, so um, <laughs> I, I can I, only I guess. I chime in. Yes. This is Amy from Live Healthy Appalachia, and um, I I just want to kind of enter our kind of Live Healthy Appalachia's philosophy into, like, why we do what we do, and it has everything to do with um, exploring new foods and new options and new way of cooking things, and, you know, kind of as Brenda says, it's, you know, we don't really approach it like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Um, People don't generally need support in eating more meat and dairy, but they might really need us to figure out how to make a really delicious curry or a really delicious, like, plant-based green bean casserole for the holiday or something like that. And so we we really focus on those whole foods and helping people figure out how to get more of that into their diets um, rather than kind of the the shame of don't do this. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. There's definitely a, a noticeable absence of animal foods in our programs, um, with not only with CHIP, but like across the board in all of our programs. If you come to a with healthy event, you will be served plant-based food or you will make it yourself. <laughs> if mm-hmm. your kid is in second grade, they'll do a cooking class. Um, it will be plant-based. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> people don't even notice, I will say. Um, you know, sometimes it's so good, people are like, oh, wait, we're not eating meat or cheese with this meal. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> and, um, you know, even even the stores are now offering a plant-based, uh, what, appeals to, what appears to be beef patties, you know, and, and they taste great. But uh, so you know, do the do the basic on that. Why should someone prefer a plant-based um, meat substitute versus um, meat? You know, I'd be happy to answer that, Dave. Um, the science the science points out that it will be healthier, but. There's two other reasons, and, and, and certainly the science of, of better health is, is our priority, but there's a lot of people today that are um, 
looking at two other things that are really important in, in heading more toward a plant-based lifestyle. Number one, it's, it's much better for our environment. Um, we're really finding that out. And number two, a lot of people are, are becoming a little bit more aware of animal rights and so it becomes more friendly for, in, for that reason. So because of that, we're seeing McDonald's now, for example, is introducing a plant-based uh, option. Right. Uh, Burger King has had one for a long time. I just saw that one of the pizza companies is putting in a plant-based sausage pizza. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see more and more of that as time goes on. And again... Um, as we said earlier, even though we, we show you that science indicates that this is the best way to, to eat, we're not, we're not saying this is an all-or-none program. We want people to go as far as they can. Right. And if, if it's minimal consumption, that's great. If it's, you know, giving up um, some of the sugary drinks and, and uh, less white bread and more gravitating into whole foods, that's, that's what we're looking for. Again, so, in my case, in the case of Pat and myself, when we took the class, we learned so much. And we never uh, took it with the intention of becoming vegan. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. We just wanted to learn. And it made us far more aware and cautious and careful. And uh, it served a great purpose. And we we continue to employ many of those concepts even though it's been years since we took the class well that's great what uh it's really great that you mentioned that dave um i wanted i think that that is really key to something that i've heard from people especially when they're in the class yes um even if people are like i'm not 100 percent perfect like i I don't follow everything and like that is totally fine like you can't unlearn this information so this experience no matter what it is for you, is going to kind of transform what kind of how you make decisions down the line. Like this information is always going to be in your head. And so if maybe you have other things going on in your life right now and you find it hard to implement things the way you, exactly the way you want to implement them, One, like this it, is not something it, that you were done with when we're done with the classes. Like you have this information. What, what you know the, what to do with it. One of our classmates in my class number eight was Arlene. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she really uh, locked into the program uh, heart and soul. Yeah. And uh, so the only thing there is it's embarrassing to be in the supermarket with her because, you know, she's <laughs> she's looking in my cart and uh, my basket, and I'm looking in hers. And, you know, there are differences. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that, that we preach is, you know, you, you can kind of walk this path at your own pace and figure things out as, as it goes. And hopefully we're planting seeds, but like Amy said, you know, you can't unlearn. And over time, I've seen people, you know, three, four years after class when they finally figure it out, and it makes sense. So you got to go at your own pace and, you know, don't try to keep up with our lead. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I am a fan of using the term, like, you know, we're not the chip police. Like, we are not yeah. here to judge you on what choices you're making. Like, we are help, here to help you, like, reach a goal. 
whatever goal that might be. Right. And so right. it is definitely not in our best interest to, you know, be working in people's carts at the grocery store or if you're yeah, you no taking someone out to eat, looking at what they've ordered or anything like that. It's, it's definitely not in our interest to, to take that attitude because people need a lot of support. Um, you know, the class, once I again, like if you're, I've sort of failed to mention, how long does the class um, I mentioned we generally met for two hours with a little break in the middle. Um, we met, as I recall, once a week, maybe Wednesday nights. Um, and how long was the class? And then um, maybe it's changed over the years. Um, uh, you know, what are people's so options? Be, th- yeah, so it's 18 sessions long. Okay. Um, and so that can be configured however, whatever works for each program in Athens with so how the Appalachia prefers to do, because um, we usually do like three cohorts a year. Um, so we like to do twice a week, um, and that's eight, so 18 sessions long. And so we usually meet over the course of nine weeks. Sometimes if there's a holiday that falls on one of those classes, we'll just meet once a week. Um, but we say nine to ten weeks is usually what our classes are and and we are actually doing we are doing virtual classes right now um we have one cohort that is finishing up tomorrow and we have another cohort that is just passing the halfway mark and both of those are virtual classes um so we're still doing it even though we're not meeting in person right and um, uh day for for your (coughs) listeners out there our virtual classes are conducted uh, using Zoom technology. Right. Yep. Probably um, six months a year, or a year ago, nobody knew what Zoom was, except for when you go <laughs> faster with your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we're starting to understand that technology, and we're we're kind of all a little bit older, so we're we're slow learners. But um, we're actually getting to a point where we become um, a little bit more adapted uh, and, and skilled at it. And um, so we're finding that virtual classes work, and, and maybe it can bring in, if somebody wanted to, to be in the class in Athens County, but they have a, a, a mother or a father or a sibling in, in Chicago that, that really needs the class, we could bring them in too now. Mm-hmm. And so from my perspective, it's actually a little bit more uh, effective because we can we can reach people, uh, especially maybe in the winter, not having to go out and drive. They can they can join us with Zoom if they've got a little bit of internet service out there. My Rotary Club is yeah. having and- Zoom happy hours now. That's pretty weird. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and I'll just chime in there too to follow up with what Tom said. Um, Brenda taught a class over the summer, um, just kind of as the pandemic was ramping up, or so we thought. And there were people in her class who said, I always wanted to do this program, but never felt like I had the time after work to participate. Like, I don't want to stay after work, and like, I have little kids at home, and I, I need to get home. And so there were a handful of people in that class who really wouldn't have participated unless it was virtually, because you know they didn't want to leave their kids at home two nights a week. Um, you know, they just really, so being able to participate from the comfort of their home, we saw, we saw kids running around the background, didn't we, Brenda? Sure. <laughs> we did. 
Well, uh, let, let, let me let me look at the, a little larger picture, or I assume it is. Yeah. The Live Healthy Appalachia. Um, mm-hmm. Tom, you're out in Colorado a good bit now, and and have, how are you trying to affect people that don't live in Appalachia? Well, we're doing a couple of things now that are that are really going to hope, hopefully branch us out. Uh, we have a, a school program called Live Healthy Kids, and um, we're we're trying to um, perfect that program, and we've been using it now for about nine years in Athens. When when we were at all the schools in the county last year, we're kind of having a little hiatus because of COVID right now. Of course. And so as a result, we're, we're looking at putting the uh, uh, that whole course on, on video so that people can, can either utilize it at home or in a Zoom classroom, and we hope to spread that across the country. Uh, we're also doing, Chip, as, as, as you heard Brenda doing facilitating in different areas in the country, I work to uh, develop areas throughout the United States with CHIP, and uh, recently we are successful in negotiating a contract with a large hospital system in, in uh, Michigan called Spectrum Health System. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring CHIP to their employees and their patients, and working with five other hospital systems to bring CHIP to their employees and their patients. So we hope to you know, bring this thing across the country, and um, some of it can uh, certainly will always be in Athens County. But we want to we want to expand to um, bring people. Our, our vision is uh, healthier people making healthier choices, and we want to expand that as as far as we can. What What is a project? Um, so live live healthy, live healthy Appalachia. Uh, yes, CHIP is a part of that, but you've got some other components too, right? Yep. And can you, you just name, name a few of those? Yeah, I can chime in with that because I'm involved in kind of the day-to-day operations of the organization. Sure. Um, so before the pandemic, we were offering a lot of hands-on cooking classes with different social service agencies um, in the area, so we did, we're doing bi-weekly cooking classes um, with Hopewell. Actually, we were doing weekly cooking classes with Hopewell. Um, we worked in some um, different facilities that serve adults with disabilities, um, all plant-based cooking classes, but, you know, we took more of a social thing and, you know, kind of focusing on positive experiences around healthy food and also skill building, um, you know, just getting people comfortable with how to cut vegetables and and kind of do some of those things themselves. And so um, those have transitioned into um, at-home meal kits. We call that Live Healthy at Home. And so we've developed a couple of meal kits um, that we'll be distributing, and then we're, we're, you know, kind of into the new year, we'll be developing a couple of more. I I foresee that that program probably sticking around as well. we also do a My First 5K program in the spring. Last year, that transitioned into a Fitness Friday, where every Friday we posted an exercise video and a cooking video. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do that in person 
this spring, but if not, um, we will figure out a way to do that sure. <laughs> virtually. What is uh, Tom? Um, and as Tom said, Live Healthy Kids, that's like one of our cornerstone programs. Tom, I feel like I don't need to I, talk about that anymore because Tom covered it pretty yeah. well. Um, you know, so what is a thing out there that you've, you really would like to bring about but haven't yet had an opportunity? Um, we have just, yeah, um, okay, we've, um, Heidi Fisher, our executive director and I have been kind of participating in some, um, teaching kitchen, um, conferences and, and workshops. And so I think maybe, um, we would love in the future to be, maybe partner with some local physicians or healthcare facilities to kind of offer um, cooking classes to patients as part of their medical treatment. Um, because I think that is, you know, you know, Rob had mentioned he's a foodie, he loves to cook, he always did. That is not necessarily the case with a lot of people. And so just, you know, giving people the knowledge and the tools to figure out how to make some of this stuff at home and to build that confidence that they can do it um, in kind of, a healthcare setting as part of treatment, I think, is really kind of exciting to us. Sure. We don't know where that will will go, but we'd love to. And that's what I'm doing with about Vermont. That. Vermont is a medical clinic, and it is in a medical yeah. setting, so we're experimenting with that up there. Awesome. Well, um, let's see here. Robert, just tell us, what has it meant to you, having done this and now... Uh, following it? Well, it's, it's been a, a, a life-changing uh, event for me. Uh, I have uh, twin grandchildren now that are that are a little over two years old, and I'd say uh, before this started, before I started on this journey, uh, I would have been hard-pressed to keep up with them for 10 or 15 minutes with the energy that they have. And now, you know, we, we go on hikes together, um, uh, and it's not just that. I think, you know, just the personal um, satisfaction of being able to uh, enjoy the outdoors, to have a lot more energy, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, sort of regain some of my focus. Um, and it's, uh, as others have pointed out, you know, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle kind of change. Um, and, you know, for uh, I was probably where Brenda was. You know, you get in your 60s and you think, well, you're 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 a grandparent, and maybe you just sit around. And uh, that's the last thing I do now. I, I don't sit around very much anymore. Uh, I try to get out, and enjoy the area here where we live. It's it's beautiful, and the hills around here. I I was at Stroud's Run over the weekend for a little two and a half mile hike, and met lots of folks uh, on the trail. Good social distancing and masks. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, it's made a real difference uh, in uh, in my life at, at this age in my life. Uh, so it's, it's Did you lose been a, a couple pounds. Did you lose a couple. I pounds have lost uh, <laughs> over 130 pounds since I started. I'm working. Yeah. I actually saw Rob at, at the Kindred Market a couple of months ago, and I I had to do a double take because I didn't actually recognize you at first, and then I was like, oh wait, that's Rob. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've gotten that a lot lately. <laughs> need yeah. to get to church more often, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, li- yeah. listen, let's, um, okay, so 
let's say there's someone out there listening, and in fact, we do have a phone call. Now, how did I do this, Scott? Help me out. Here's someone here calling here. I have that up. Do I just punch them in? Yes. And then how do I get them out? Well, they'll hang up and it'll disconnect. Okay. So let's see if this works. We have uh, someone from our audience calling in. Okay. Uh, Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. What a very enjoyable show this is. I wanted to know where is Little Coffee Appalachia located locally, and what is the charge to go through one of these programs? Okay. Go ahead, Amy. You guys want me to? Okay. I figured you wanted me to take that. Um, So Live Happy Appalachia is on Columbus Road, where our address is 145 Columbus Road. Our office isn't really open to the public right now, but there's a phone number on our door, and if you were to to come by, you could call us. Um, I also do a lot of um, email communication and, and phone calls with folks. Um, Amy, let me just interrupt. Amy, can you give me the phone yes. number? Yes. So, oh, the phone number. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, 740-856-6100. Okay. Um, I will repeat that, folks. It is 740-856-6100. Okay. So, yes. um, in and the, then my it, email address. Is Amy at livehealthyappalachia.org. Okay. Very good. You now, can go to the website too and find some wonderful yes. things. Okay. So, yep, which absolutely. would be livehealthyappalachia.org. Yes. Yep. Okay. And there's a con- if you can't remember my email address, there's a contact form on our website, um, and we all monitor that. Okay. So now I interrupted those, you, those so funds. you continue <laughs> on with what you were going to say. Yeah, so as far as cost goes, um, there is a charge for the program because we, um, we're a licensed organization, so we have to purchase the program from Lifestyle Medicine Institute. Um, and so there is a charge for people who participate in the class. Um, I will tell you that almost no one has paid the total price of the program because it is either um, covered through insurance or um, a lot of employers in the area will provide a scholarship. We also provide income-based scholarships. So the total cost for the class is $599. That's $599. Um, we are almost always able to work out a way to pay for it so that it, that cost isn't necessarily, um, if, if people do need um, some help with that cost, so that that's not the burden of the participant. Um, and so we've gotten pretty good at um, figuring out how insurance works, um, especially especially if people have cardiovascular risk factors. And so um, I know that there's a price tag to it. We are very aware of what that barrier might be for folks, but I am almost always willing to figure out a way mm-hmm. to get someone into a class if cost is um, a barrier. Did that answer your question? Yes, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, yes. Just go yes. ahead and hang yes. up there. I, I always... Uh, the, or Medicare, I always does Medicare cover it? Just call me. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Give me a he, call. He had a question. Does Medicare help? Oh. Um, so for Medicare, we are almost always able to do a, either a scholarship with Medicare or give it a try. Medicare, and maybe Tom can chime in on this. They have some very specific parameters in covering the program. 
Um, and so we would just need to kind of have that conversation with you individually to yeah. see um, kind of what your risk factors are. Um, okay. Thank you very much, Dave. Great program. Thank you. Um, <laughs> go ahead and just hang up there. All right. And let's see. Let me see his light go off. It didn't. Scott, do I do something? Oh, there it went. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, with having uh, five different people calling from five different places, it's a little complicated uh, this morning. Yeah. Anyway. You're doing, a, you're doing a great job. So, um, Absolutely. So, uh, Tom, you've got to be really proud of this thing. Um, what... Um, just speak to the common person out there. Uh, say they don't have any health concerns. Say they don't have any. Um, uh, they don't have any drive to make a change because they're happy right now. Why would you still suggest they do it? Do it meaning the chip program? Consider taking the chip program. Yes. Well. You know, a couple of reasons. Number one, um, you, you know, cooking, as, as everybody was talking about it, I think cooking or preparing meals today is, is a lost art. It's kind of like gardening, you know. People have lost uh, connection with that. and um, Maybe it will just open people's eyes to uh, better choices, better options, and you know, we also, as, as Amy said, we're focusing on what we call whole of health approach. And so we're, we've got some pretty powerful classes. One of them is on forgiveness, for example. That may be the most powerful class that we have, a video that talks about how anger from, uh, you know, is, is actually a cardiovascular risk factor and how it can, it can be a poison, not to the person that caused the anger, but to the person who is angry at someone else who may no longer feel that they were doing something bad to a person. And so if we can get people to to the program and they're at least willing to be open to a new new ideas and new ways of life, they'll learn some things. And then maybe when the light bulb uh, turns on, they've got the knowledge and they're ready to take steps to make action because not everybody's in a preparation or, or a readiness stage. Mm -hmm. They're maybe still contemplating. Um, and so I think there's value here, even if they're not ready to make quantitative changes. Amy, do you want to chime in on that? I think you described it perfectly, for sure. And I think that... The classes that we do, I would just add, um, provide a really, um, if you are looking for some social support and a, a way to kind of engage with a group of folks who are kind of trying to learn about the same things, um, I think that um, I don't, I don't want to downplay that social support as well. I just feel like being part of a group, um, you know, you get to know people pretty well over the course of nine to ten weeks, yes. especially if you're meeting twice a week. Um, it's, it's pretty, um, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good mood booster <laughs> as well. You know, you know, I think about, um, anger and things like that. And, um, uh, pastor Robert Martin, 
you know, you're dealing with people that um, you're encouraging. In our 71st year of service, this I'm going to turn that down. I didn't realize how late it was. We're out of time, but I, I yeah. just, oh, I yeah. want to go ahead and do this one last sentence, Robert. What it mean? What does it mean to you when you're out there preaching to people to be more better? Well, I think Brenda described, you know, the. the the better version of yourself, you know, to, to find your better life. Yeah. And I think this is a big part of it. You know, it's, it's both physical and, and in my case, I think, you know, the physical, the spiritual uh, are connected. And uh, we see this in our community. Um, again, the people I went through the CHIP class with, the support that I've received from Live Healthy, Healthy Appalachia following the class mm-hmm. in terms of the club CHIP and the potlucks and just you know, conversation, uh, and I, I'm grateful that I live in a community that, that supports uh, people that are uh, that want to learn about this, and, and, you know, from the grocery stores to the restaurants to just folks that have questions, and uh, as Tom pointed out, you know, one of those, uh, one of the uh, lessons that we learned was, you know, forgiveness, which is, you know, the basis for be kind to yourself and be kind to others, and I'd say that's that's kind of where I am. Listen, folks, I'm sorry I, I didn't end up on time. We're a minute and a half late, and we'll, we need to join CBS. So thank you for Let's helping us. Again. Okay. Let's do it again. Thank, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. you so much. This morning, we're going to apply for us to audit the envelopes and then throw out the ballots for counties who had the highest frequency error of signatures. Graham denies his approach was aimed at disqualifying legal votes. Three Texas police officers are under investigation over the violent arrest of a black teen outside his home. CBS's Maria Villarreal has this story, which you may find disturbing. With his arms raised and police commanding 18-year-old Zaki Wafer to get on the ground of his driveway, he instead runs to his front door with police in pursuit. Rayford reaches the door screaming for his father. Police first tased Rayford before tackling him to the ground. Moments later, Rayford is tased again. Another officer can be seen kicking Rayford. Amazon started out selling books. Who knew you could one day use it to fill prescriptions? Need meds? Amazon can now get it done. The massive online retailer has officially launched an online pharmacy with scripts delivered right to your door. To shop Amazon Pharmacy, members just have to set up a profile, then have their doctors send prescriptions there. CBS's Maria Garcia. This is CBS News. Gifts from eBay say a lot, but don't cost a lot. Get your all-star Air Jordans at not-so-sky-high prices and your rock star dad a Bose soundbar that speaks volumes. At Boot Barn, we believe that the cowboy boot is an American icon. Today's boots are not only rooted in history, but are enhanced with modern technology features for the working cowboy. Area boots are built with advanced technology that provides the comfort and support of a high-performance athletic shoe, yet still has the functionality and durability of the iconic cowboy boot. And at Boot Barn, we can't